Okay, there we are. It is bang on half past six and it's 4.30 actually in the morning where my guest from today is, which is Flint, Michigan. And thanks for joining us at this early hour. I know you like to get up early, Sabrina, like all the best people do, but I yeah. still really appreciate you coming and joining me at this hour and spending your time and energy with me today. Well, thank um, you for having me, Jake. My absolute pleasure. Now, Sabrina is a, a health and life coach. She's worked in the healthcare industry for many, many years and has recently made the transition to a health and life coach business. And she's actually recently written her own book, which is available on Amazon. Do you have the copy of the book there to show us, Sabrina? I do. There it is, The Journey Back from a Major Life Crisis. Now, tell me, Sabrina, how did you make the transition from being in healthcare for many, many years and going against taking that and changing that from the to what you've got now, the life and the health coach? Where did it really all start? Well, it, it actually all started um, when I was born into a family of nine, and I'm number nine, I'm the youngest. And when you come from a family that size, you get to know very early on that if you want something, you have to go and get it. It's not coming to you. So um, with that spirit, you know, uh, our family was like a whole little um, country in itself. And we did all kinds of business with each other. Like my brother paid me to be able to cut my bangs really short and um at five <laughs> at five and seven years old you know he he paid me not to tell my mom and and you know we were both not thinking that she's gonna look at me and know that my hair was cut so it's just silly little things but uh, as you mentioned in your um speech about selling candy bars on the playground so that's how how we did it, um, you know, nine of us paying each other not to tell mom or to, you know, <laughs> can I have can I have your dessert or it was just really interesting. So um, so I wanted to be a doctor from, um, you know, for a really long time from the time I was like five years old, I um just had that dream of being a doctor. And, you know, I watched um, Jay, I think it was on your last show. Yeah, and Jay Reed. He, yeah. Yes. And he said, um, think about what you loved as a child, and that's likely your passion and your purpose. And I loved two things. I loved taking care of people, watching people heal and grow and be happy. You know, I, I loved that. And I loved... Um, like he said, too, I would talk and sing and speak and dance in front of the mirror. So I, I don't know how I got those two things, um, you know, like healthcare and entertainment. But I, I loved both as a, uh, as a girl. And which probably explains why I like Grey's Anatomy so much. That's my favorite. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really good show. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. So um, fast forward, um, you know, I graduated, went went to school. I didn't become a doctor. I did pre-med courses, but 
I've, I worked in healthcare in a few different areas in the lab in the uh, as a oh. medical assistant. And, um, and one day, um, I decided I just decided that I wanted to do commercials and print ads. No. And I called up a friend and I said, I need some pictures and and I went knocking on doors and and just had a really good span of uh, career and and um, and um, commercials and print ads also. And then I, I got really sick. And this is how I ended up going from healthcare to what I'm doing now. And I, I got really sick. I almost died. And um, so when I when I came on the other side of that illness, and and my book, it's all about that journey from, mm -hmm. you know, when I almost died back to a normal life. And um, so I um, had thought about my mom and how she she struggled. And, you know, she worked so hard. And and then I worked so hard and I had friends and I see other women like really working hard and making things happen. And um, I, I just wanted to provide a service to help women prevent crashing and burning. Because when I worked in healthcare also, I, um, I saw so many patients who um, it, just with the right type of care, the right type of questions, the right type of compassion, a, a lot of those things could have been preventable. And yeah. so I, I decided at that moment that I would um, start a business that really nurtured women, you know? Yeah, brilliant. I love that. And it, it, I love your story how You've taken the two the passions there and you've taken your experience in, in healthcare and, and how you realize that it could be different and how the holistic approach could be could be different. Mm -hmm. And so the Harmony Health Academy was born. Yes. Uh, and just I, I wanted to ask, and don't mind if you don't want to answer it, but you say you were very ill and you you almost died. What was it an accident that happened or was it an illness? Disease? It was an, an illness. It was an illness. It was a, a very rare um, endocrine disorder and um, actually a lot of women died because they were either misdiagnosed or it was missed altogether like their doctors would tell them it was all in their head my doctor in the beginning yeah. told me it was all in my head and and that was another thing that really pushed me to do this because women were dying and um so it, it's called Cushing's syndrome. And a lot of times, a lot of times uh, there's a reason it happens. In my case, my adrenal glands just malfunctioned. Mm -hmm. And um, as I mentioned, I had, I had a very busy, stressful life and I wasn't um, doing stress management. I wasn't uh, taking any time for me. I mean, I would go without eating, without drinking all, you know, hydrating all day and and then I just burn out and it turned out I had to have my adrenal glands removed wow yeah so that's uh, I mean I don't know too much about operations but 
That doesn't sound like a simple one to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right. not, but it, it was miraculous. And, um, well, you know, let me, just say, let me just say, you look like you completely recovered because you look very hell, healthy and fit today and glowing on the show. So. Oh, thank you. Good to see. So Harmony Health Academy was born from that. And yes. Then how did you actually get started? I know you've got the book and, and the website. Did you just start putting some ads out there or? Um, yeah, well, I remember the day I left my job in healthcare and, and went out on this venture and it was really scary because um, mm. I was so attached to healthcare. I mean, there were things that I wanted to see change in healthcare, but it was, I really identified with it. And um, so I, last December, well, let me, let me back up a little bit. I was in healthcare and I left. And the, the thing that motivated me to take that step forward was a friend shared a network marketing company with me. And I'm not really big into network marketing, but I thought, wow, this is affordable. You know, a, starting a, a brick and mortar was expensive. I looked at franchises. I thought, how am I ever going to do this? It didn't look possible. And even though this uh, network marketing company I knew wasn't my goal, it, it was a stepping stone to get there. And then last December, I started uh, Harmony Health. And I, and I went online. I mean, I'm basically online. And that's inexpensive. So I was able to start my business and just put no took it from there right yeah yeah exactly i can i can resonate exactly with what you said there you know you never forget a day when you leave a job actually or when you start a job i find you never forget both of them days there's a lot that goes on in between that you either just want to forget or you do forget forget that, that day when you leave and i actually just quit my job last week and decided to take on full full time entrepreneurship with my own businesses which is something Thank you. It's something I've been waiting to do for a long time. And mm-hmm. when you even much, it's a, a bit of a nervous decision. And even once you've made the decision, it can mm-hmm. still be a little bit nerve wracking. So it um, seems like you had someone on hand there to kind of get you started with, with having, you know, the experience of your own business. And, and pretty quickly mm-hmm. you, you transformed it into starting your own, your own mm-hmm. venture. Right. I know the internet makes it so possible now. This is something I speak mm-hmm. to a lot of people about, you know, you've got, the greatest tool, one of the greatest tools in the world, um, right here in your hands. Exactly. And, and, and attention's the game. How do you get the attention? You post online in as many places as you can, as much as you can. And exactly. sooner or later, someone, it's just a numbers game, is going to like what you're putting out there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. you, know, um, you know, we're going through this strange time in history with COVID and all that. And, Um, You know, I think that life happens by design and through this network marketing company, I learned how to do business online, not knowing this would come up. And I started my business in December and I think everything shut down um, like February where where I'm at. And um, so it was perfect. I was able to jump right in and do this. 
Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. And I, I wonder, do you think there's lots of opportunities created from from the coronavirus? Of course, there's lots of challenges and obstacles as well. It's it's really a mirage of all of them things for lots of people. But do you think you would have got started if it wasn't for the coronavirus? Do you think you would have maybe put put it off till a later day? Um, no, I I was moving fast forward. Yeah, you're already, <laughs> you already had the momentum going. Right, and um, the coronavirus uh, just uh, you know made things speed up a little bit. Yeah, gave so, you more time to focus, right? Exactly, and a, a lot of good things have come out of this. The, the only sad part to me is that people are dying. Absolutely, and I couldn't agree with you more. And yeah. you know, uh, I can, I'm sure you can agree with me when you say your love and prayers and thoughts go out to anyone who's lost someone in this time. It's a very difficult time for millions of people across yeah. the world. It's something we shouldn't we shouldn't forget and we shouldn't neglect at all. It is a, a difficult time for many people, right. uh, and for the for the people that you know are lucky enough mm -hmm. to not lose their life in it, because many people are losing their lives. Right. It's time to go go within and and win and and think about. It, it's been a quiet time for a lot of people, but oh, I think yeah. it's 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 revealed a lot of things to a lot of people. The divorce mm -hmm. rate, is, I didn't think it was surprising at all that the divorce rate went skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got lots of people mm -hmm. are so busy doing what they do in meetings and mm -hmm. at work and traveling for work that they don't spend a lot of time at home and the person that they've been married to for two, three, five, ten, twenty years, they haven't really spent a lot of time with them. Mm -hmm. And now they're having to spend the time with them. Exactly. And they're like, do you know, I don't, it's not that I don't love you anymore. I just don't even like you anymore. We're in the same house. <laughs> yeah, all over the place. <laughs> they're almost like strangers at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. over and who are you? Yeah. <laughs> who do I live? Who am I married to? Who do I live with? Exactly, you know. But for for a lot of people, I think it's it's brought things to the surface. And oh yeah, you got to got to work through those things. And and if you if you do and you can, which I think is possible for everyone with the right people around them, and perhaps mm -hmm. asking for help, you know. Ask for help because not because you're weak, but because you want to remain strong. And I think when a lot of people work through those things, it's we can come out of it stronger. I, I, I strongly think that I really do. Yeah. Mm. While we're talking about challenges, what has been your your biggest challenge so far in having your own business? My biggest challenge is um, like I want to help. I want to help so many people. I want to change the whole world. And I know that sounds cliche, but my biggest challenge is narrowing that down to who, where to get started, who to get started with. And, um, you know, this uh, healthcare crisis that I had, like it, it really made my purpose clear and where I should get started. That was helpful, but that that has been one of my biggest challenges because I just, you know, I want to go out and like feed the homeless and do all kinds of, you know, different things. I've been in, um, I've been in a lot of different situations, like with the needy. I've been in the church. I've been, I when I did commercials, I've been with like very 
uh, wealthy people. And it doesn't matter what walk of life we're from. People have certain basic things that they need and that they want. And, um, you know, so I, I just want to span a, a big, wide group of people that I help. And that has been the, the biggest challenge. Yeah. That, you know, it's, it's like when you eat an apple, you take a one bite at a time. You don't put the whole apple in your mouth. And, and I, I just want to, like, do it all. Yeah, no, I know, I know the feeling. I know the feeling of wanting to run as fast as you can before you're even ready to crawl. Exactly. Yeah. Feeling, right? Yeah, I've, I've, I've been there. Trust me. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's funny actually because I know you're a, you're a student of Les Brown, like I am, and you've been a part of the Power Voice program for four weeks. Is it now? Right, four weeks. Yeah, I've, I've been in there for a little bit longer, about twelve. But something that that Les says is. Um, you know, that you have to um, go with, you know, you, can't, you don't balance all the things out. I remember once asking him, how do I balance all the crazy things I have going on in my life? How do I balance them all now? And he said to me, you don't need to balance them, try and integrate them. Mm. And I thought, well, that's a different perspective, a different way to look at it. Right. Um, I've, been, I've been trying to do that. I still haven't mm. quite figured it out yet, but I think mm. I've... Well, I'm when more, you figure it out, share it with me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, but it's good. It's good that you want to help so many people. Of course, that's great, and you found that that's your mission. Um, it's just hard trying to help them all at the same time and, and finding which bit to go for. It can be can be overwhelming, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, but no, it's good. You you definitely got the hunger for the hustle. I'm glad I had you on. Um, no, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I guess when you come from a family of nine, right? You gotta, you gotta get your own. You gotta get oh, hustled. Yeah. There's, there, there's no other way. You, you just know what you have to do, and you do it. You do it. Get yeah. it done, right? That's yeah. yeah that, that's, that's the hustle. That is the hustle. And, and what, yeah, for sure. What's <laughs> been, would you say your your biggest win so far? The moment that really made you put a big smile on your face and made you feel really proud to be, you know, owning and operating mm -hmm. this project of yours. I think it was the day that I got my pay, my business papers and my bank account. And I, I knew I was a real business and I, and I had transitioned from healthcare. Not that I can't use that experience, but, you know, that was like my crossover and, and my um, coming into my purpose. Yeah. And, and I'm looking forward to, um, some big wins going forward. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what it's Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people. I've helped a lot of people in the year I've been open, but you know, it takes a business a little while to get up and running and thriving. Um, but I've met some awesome people who are entrepreneurs who have helped me along and it's been an amazing journey so far, and I'm just excited about what's going to happen going forward. Yeah, um, and I, I know you're part of some of the same groups I am, you know, that like we mentioned, just the Power Voice group, and the Thinking Into Results course, and wow, it's, it's when, you, when you surround yourself with people that, you know, a collaborative, team-driven effort, mm -hmm. you just get things done so much quicker, don't you? Because oh, yeah. surrounding yourself with people that have often 
done what you're wanting to do before. And I don't mean that as in exact your exact business, the healthcare business, and particularly, um, I know there is a lot of coaches, but a lot of people, you're surrounding yourself and I'm surrounding myself with people who have had their own businesses, who have maybe multiple businesses, and some are just getting started, some have been doing it for many years. And if you want to do the same things as them and they're happy to share their help, guidance and advice with you, it's only going to make it happen quicker for you. There's no, there's no downside. Most people are very willing. Most of the people I've come in, in contact with are more than willing to share mm. their knowledge. And, um, and you know, I think it's less that made this quote too, but when you um, move towards your dream, your dream will move towards you. And, and I find that to be true too. So sometimes yeah. if things aren't happening, I, I just, you know, keep, keep moving, keep it moving. And, and yeah. then you find that you just find what you need to move forward. Yeah, exactly right. You don't always have to know how things are going to work out. You just yeah. have to know what you want, hold it in your mind, focus on it and think about it often daily, maybe multiple mm -hmm. times a day. Exactly. It'll, it'll come together like you just, you know, like you just pertain to what you're calling, whatever you're calling is, it's calling you as well. And that, that sounds corny and cliche to a lot of people. And it sounds like, you know, fluffy, fluffy talk from, yeah. from Maryland. But it's when you start practicing it, you find that it's true. What, you, what you're calling is calling you. It's pulling you towards it, whether you're resisting it or, or moving towards it yourself. Mm -hmm. It's calling you. And sometimes it takes many years to figure out. Oh, yeah. What it is. Yeah. Well, I'm... I'm kind of a late bloomer in what I wanted to do. I mean, the learning the hustle, like at an early age from my big family was a great thing, but no. um, I think that I could have gone a lot faster if I didn't have that, uh, if I wasn't in that survival mode a lot of times, you yeah. know, I, I probably would have chosen to do, you know, to live my purpose, but it felt like, a, a treat at that time like no I have to take care of business over here that's you know something that I want to do this is something I have to do but it but that shouldn't have and is not the case like we should be able to live our dream and our dream takes care of everything else yeah takes care of itself right but right. you know the road isn't always that smooth and narrow if it was it'd be it'd be easy and then i think when it's when it's too easy um sometimes sometimes it loses its value doesn't it put it this way if you hadn't have gone through some of the difficult stuff and the rough stuff it may not have equipped you as well as you are equipped now to be able to help the people that are going through it themselves and i yeah. want to i want to uh say a quote from jake fowler <laughs> Jake Fowler oh, <laughs> says, easy is average and average is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely right. Thanks. I love that quote. Thank, yeah. thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I'm trying not to blush. <laughs> yeah, That's actually, it's really funny that you raised that. Seems to be, I've, I've been asking a lot of people feedback from, from my speech and it's mm -hmm. really important to understand what impacted people the most what value they got from it and what was the what some of the quotes that they took away with them and that seems to be the main one i'm getting back so the t-shirt 
the t-shirts are being printed right now i'll send you one once they're done yeah i am joking but i'm not joking i'm gonna make some <laughs> now going from wins and, and and challenges in that we've got to talk about have there been any failures so far any moments that you've thought questioned is this your calling is this what you want to do or were you just dead certain about it um you know it really has been brewing for a long long time probably for 20 years even when i was in healthcare my mind was thinking okay when i start my own business how am i going to do this differently um so um no i never i never had that feeling no i was just i knew what i wanted to do and i just went for it but you know when a person uh gets famous famous so to speak you don't see a lot of times it does take a lot of years and a long time and a lot of hard work and they reach that moment and you think oh they made it overnight and no it it there's always that behind-the-scene work. Mm. Yeah, very interesting point you raise. It's, I was speaking just yesterday to Aaron Grider, who's a world-class jockey. With He's been a jockey for longer than I've been alive, and I'm 32. So he's been, he's been in the game for a while there, and we were talking about, he said, I'm in a job, I get fired every day. You know, some days he'll do, he's done up to nine races in a day, which I found amazing. I didn't really know that they do that many a day and you get fired every day because you either win or you lose every day and mm. i said you know, it, there's a lot that goes into that horse crossing the line and winning at that moment mm. it's between you and the horse but before that there's so many there's so many people that it takes that no no one knows about behind the scenes you know um people in the stable people in the paddock you know even even when you, when you build it right back to you know that horse has got food where does that food come from it's made by these people these people in the factory you know there's a big, big, big um, number of people and a lot of hard work that goes on in the background of every success you ever see. Right. Truly, um, truly, yeah. deeply believe, believe that. And, yeah, it's, it's the only way to get there, really. If anyone's found any shortcut yet, they know to tell me about. One, oh, I'm probably, yeah. one, I'm probably not going to believe you anyway, but two, I would be willing to listen. <laughs> for hard hard work I know. yes yes i've tried a few shortcuts and and a lot of times it ends up setting you back yeah and um les made a comment about that too like you take the shortcut that takes you the long way back to the route you should have taken to begin with so. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one that, that reminds me of myself when i don't put the sat nav on in the car I always figure out my own way of getting there, but it always mm -hmm. takes me longer than if I just follow the sat-nav. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah. uh, to your point, we have to go off that path. Like the hard stuff we go through takes us off the path, but we learn so much from it. So I think we just have to take everything, every situation, everything that comes to us in life and, and put it together. It's like like a painter painting, uh, you know, a beautiful painting. You know, mm -hmm. I my my illness is like the the brush that made the sky. Or <laughs> yeah, you, know, you just have yeah. to kind of look at it as a beautiful creation. 
That's a great way to look at it. I love that. A great analogy. Now, tell me a little bit about your book. I know you've got uh, the copy, copy there. Now, I believe that you wrote, didn't you write the book in, actually produce the book in, in a day? Is that right, what I read there? I did. I, um, I have a sales coach, and he offers this book in a day class, and I did, I sat eight hours and wrote a book. It's a small book. It's a mini book, but still, I just, I got it down, went on Amazon, made my cover, published it. It was, it was really as easy as one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, you, you, I'm sure you'd had the idea and the notes down in your mind for some time, right? Yeah. And I actually have seven, about seven books pretty much written, like, um, they're rough drafts on paper, but in my head, I know exactly what I'm going to write. So um, this class is offered. I think he, Eric offers it once a month, hmm. and I'll do, I'll do it again. You know, get my get another book done because life is too busy to just say I'm going to sit down for eight hours unless I commit to something like that. But it, it's an awesome class. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I mean, it's it's a magical way to think about that, isn't it? It took you eight hours to write it, but maybe you could say it took you 20 years in the making to actually right. exactly. yeah, get exactly. it down. Seven yeah. more books, though. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, writing is really my very favourite thing to do, you know. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah. Uh, you know we were part of the – Obviously, we're both part of the Power Voice program, and within that program, we were asked to come up with a three-minute speech and then a 15-minute speech. When mm -hmm. I started writing mine, I'm looking for the pad. I don't have it right here, but it's <laughs> when, you, when you're writing and you're writing from the heart, I'm sure that might be what you mean. It just seems to flow down your arm, doesn't it? You don't even feel like you're writing. You look down and you're up to two sides of A4 here, and I didn't even, yeah. even realise. It just, it just <laughs> comes from your mind down your arm, and it's just flowing out of you and that. That's, that's a feeling I've only just recently had, and it's it's really is a, a magical feeling. But I haven't yeah. quite got seven seven books worth in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, you know, getting back to my family, I was the youngest, and a lot of times my mom and dad were busy doing their mom and dad thing, and my brothers and sisters were busy doing their brothers and sisters thing, and and I was you know, by myself, and I'd always go to my imagination, I'd go within my mind. And, mm. and um, so I, I've always loved the creative process. And, you know, it can be used in anything like yeah. business, medicine, anything you can use that it. It's from the heart, really, it's a way of living life from the heart it, that that brings about that creativity. Yeah, and I, and I love that. So, yeah, yeah the the imagination. Yeah, right. One of the the most powerful source, one of the most powerful sources of of creativity. If not, what well, it is the most powerful source of creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that thinking into results training we have, and Bob Proctor's the creator of that. Some of the people listening may know, may have heard of Bob Proctor. If you hadn't haven't, I would check him out. He's a a great man with some very interesting stories and some very interesting methods of teaching. And what he says in in that book is that you have to, you know, shift your 
shift your thinking from from where you were and when you're a child you're you go free you run free with your imagination mm -hmm. your parents are happy to let you run free you know you're taking pots and pans out of the kitchen mm -hmm. you've got a drum kit or i know mm -hmm. me, and my, me and my little sister used to take everything out of the kitchen and set up our own shop and and they tend to you know run our own shop in the house mm -hmm. and your parents are like yeah we'll, we'll let you run wild with that because you're we're busy trying to do something else and you're under our feet, right? And that's, they let your imagination run free and then you go to school and 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 the, the chastity belt gets put on that imagination a bit and it gets closed mm -hmm. down. And you're told, you know, sit still and listen and, and listen to the lesson and otherwise if you don't listen, you're not going to pass and if you don't pass, then mm -hmm. you know, perhaps you're not going to do, do get on as well in life. And, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not beaten out of you. That's a bit of a strong word, but... Um, it definitely gets knocked around a little bit, the imagination there. Um, that's why it's, it's important to keep creative, isn't it, if you have that element of creativity oh, yeah. in you. And like yeah. you said, you can apply it to anything. It can be business, it can be music, it can be art, it can be writing, yeah. speaking, acting. The, it's just limitless. Yeah. But I do think it can express itself through business yeah. creation as well. Exactly. Well, to your point about the classroom, um, I, I just want to share when I was doing my pre-med sciences, we would work so hard to remember the information. And a lot of times, you know, we'd be studying together and we would say, we can't wait until this class is over so we can forget everything we learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Sounds familiar. I've never been to, to med school, but I can promise you the feeling is still the same, was still the same for me at high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now tell me, what, what are some of your, your goals and your aspirations for your, for your coaching business going into the future? Um, going forward, I would like to, I'm doing one-on-ones right now, mm -hmm. and I would like to expand to group coaching and then, um, you know, do something like, Les Brown or Bob Proctor, something like they're doing, like ha have a video series of um, lessons and just move it forward like that. I, I um, eventually will probably get to a point where I, I'm training coaches in my method and, um, you know, having them um, expand my business outward. And then, of course, I want I, those seven books I have pretty much written. I want to publish those. And uh, I have I have some other big ideas. But, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, taking one bite at a time. So yeah. I, I'm going to concentrate on my book and speaking. I, I love the, the, pub, the class with Les Brown, the public speaking. I love it. I love it. I love it. I haven't done much speaking, but you were a motivator for me too, because, you know, yes, when you did your speech, I thought, wow, it was your first time, right? Doing a speech? It was my first time I've ever done. Yeah. Speech live. Yeah. I've recorded um, one and put it out on the internet, but it was my first one live. It was amazing. You were very professional. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your kind words and, and your support. You know, yeah. um, I've, I've had a lot of kind words and support from a lot of people. And it's important. I said I said to my partner, Emily, before I delivered the speech, it was nighttime here. It was actually 20 past 12 in Australia when I delivered it. 
And I said, if just one person, if just one person while I'm speaking to just gets some kind of benefit, value, mm-hmm. or impact from my words, I'll be a very happy man. And, uh, and I, I'm absolutely thrilled and over the moon. I was actually a little bit overwhelmed at the response I got that so many people said that they loved it and they enjoyed it. And um, I wanted to use it as a springboard for my speaking career. And I've had a number of bookings at the back of it already. So uh, yeah. I'm a really, very happy man. But, you know, it's not, not so much about me. It's the reason I was speaking was to help other people. That's truly the reason I, I speak to help others and serve others. And yeah. much like you're doing with your business, actually, it's a very good segue. That is, it ties in very well. The, yeah. you know, the, well the you great- accomplished your purpose. You accomplished oh. your mission. You accomplished your mission. Yes. Yeah, you touched a lot of lives i don't know if you read the comments and it was really awesome yeah yeah i did i did read um some of the comments not all of them because i really wanted to listen to everyone else that was speaking first because we've been training for so long with them and it's i mean it's it was a blessing and a curse speaking first because it was wonderful to open up and Mm -hmm. That, then that did mean that I wanted to hear everyone else and my, all my friends that I've made, and it mean, means I've got seven hours of, of footage to get through. <laughs> I, I, up, I wanted to stay on and just watch them all, but it was four, about four in the morning by the time I was just nodding on, on the sofa. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you, to anyone who didn't watch the summit, I would go over to Les Brown's page and watch it now. There's going to be one every month now, and there's going to be many more, many more great speakers to come through. Um, just one tip, don't watch it before you're thinking about going to bed because the people who are speaking will fire you up so much you will not get to sleep. That's, you that. that's a very good point. And yeah. um, that's one of my goals too is to speak at one of the upcoming summits. I'm sure it will happen. And, then, sure and it will happen. be my first time speaking in that way also. I'll look forward to seeing you on the virtual stage, Sabrina. Absolutely. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And once once the rest of your books come out, I'd love to have you back on and we can chat about those too. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Right, everyone, you can catch up with Sabrina on social media with SSH Halson. I'll drop that in the comments right now. And her book is available now, The Journey Back from a Major Life Crisis on Amazon. Again, I will drop that in the comments. Sorry, I did cut across you there. Was there something you wanted to say? Oh no, that's fine. I was just—I was just li- just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely fine. All right, it's been lovely speaking to you. Enjoy the rest of your day. What time is it now? There. Let's see how good my maths is. It should be about half five there by now. About. Um, that's about. Oh yeah, five oh eight. Oh, I was a little. Bye, bye. <laughs> the rest of your day, Sabrina. It's been lovely speaking to you. Thank you. You too, Jake. Thank, Thank you very, very much. much. Looking forward bye. to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye bye.